Hello and welcome to the 59th session of the Experimentalist Podcast. This is your host and narrator, Ogilvy Strait, and we're coming to you today uh, with zero sponsors, meaning I don't have a trusty brew by my side. Today, a cup of coffee, glass of water. Sometimes you gotta go classic. And you know, I mean, really, I didn't know if I would bring this up today. Actually, I probably won't, because I kind of want to get right into the music, because that's the, you know, the important part of this whole uh, experiment, this show. But yeah, um, you know, there's there's sometimes strange, maybe even negative consequences to drinking brews, probably alcohol in general. Um, yeah, and I know this this week. Some 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 strange things kind of happen along those lines, and I don't know if I'll talk about it here. But let's check out the music a little bit, and then we'll we'll get into the whole the whole deal. Thank you. 
yeah, so the, the music this week is uh, a, a collabo event. Uh, this is another session where the Gige jumped right in and started playing crazy sound effects and beats. You'll notice him mostly on uh, the the hard rhythm, the the driving force in the background that maintains that beat. It's nice to have somebody to handle things like that because when I'm trying to do beats on my keyboard, sometimes they sound rather whack. Which ultimately you have to be fine with if you're going to be playing this type of material. But with the Zhij up in there, he can kind of groove this whole thing right along. And it feels like it might be opening me up to start paying attention to the melody or I'm not I don't know if I'm quite there yet at handling a real melody but just maybe an overall idea or a direction that the thing's going I can't really tell at this point and you know what my mind is kind of sidetracked because You know, I came off last week's episode, and I had a genuinely good time, and I equated almost all of it to being able to do this podcast and sit back, listen to this music, and enjoy the strange ways... Just Say Go. Uh, I believe it was a Belgian triple. Or black Belgian triple. Um, I equated the whole experience and the enjoyment of it to that particular beverage. So it, it made me want to go back there. And I started to go back there every day and the next day it was I don't know 9 o'clock p.m. I found myself rolling over there just stopping by and then the next day it was 6 p.m. and then noon I was in there so this week that's why I'm going straight coffee and water yeah
I can't, I can't stop thinking about it. You know, I, and at the same time, at the same time, this might factor in. I had been talking to my good pal, Karsh McCabe. You know, I don't, I don't have many pals in this world. So when I find one, I like to mention that they're my good pal. It just seems like the right thing to do. But I was talking to Karsh, and it had been a weird week. I'll probably say weird quite a bit as well, because at this point I don't know how else to describe it. But our conversation started dipping way down into a loathsome, almost hateful period. We'd spend four to six hours talking about all the negative things that happen in life, the arguments, the misunderstandings, the lack of knowledge that you need to complete something, but there's the one missing piece of how. So, these conversations are hard and they're not enjoyable and we're putting ourselves through it. And I also don't really think we know exactly why, but it feels like something we've got to do. So I'm getting into these these uh, questionable, uh, just these situations where I'm questioning everything. And it makes it hard to get anything done. And at the same time, I'm finding myself going to strange ways every day, earlier and earlier. I'm also finding myself there later and later every day. This one night, it was only two days ago. I was in there way past closing time. And the brewers there are showing me this new batch that they're creating with a extra special yeast. They say it's going to blow everyone's minds and turn Richmond completely on its head. And as they're showing me, we get close to one of the big tanks and there's all these dials on it. Um, And the dials start shaking and the pointers inside start going way deep into this red zone, which if you've ever seen a cartoon, that's probably not a good thing. And 
the tanks real quickly explode out of control and beer pours out into the sky covering us all. in that place and and there wasn't that many people it was mostly the brewers uh, the managers uh, a couple other regulars I don't feel like I'm a regular at this point but I don't know somehow I was able to stay around for this unveiling but it wasn't something that I don't think any of us really enjoyed when it was going down Um, we were soaked and the whole place was covered in beer and it started to getting started getting real sticky and uncomfortable the brewers eventually shut off whatever was making it spray everywhere but I started looking around and noticing that everybody started convulsing a little bit or shaking like like they're shivering because it's cold but it wasn't really that cold um they start having spasms and this one woman i think she's one of the managers there i don't really know everybody that well but her throat started to bulge out like it was going to explode and I wasn't exactly sure if that was really happening or if I was just in shock but right at that moment the Zhige grabbed me by the shirt and pulled me into this other room there was a couple people in there and they said look we gotta get this junk cleaned off of us because if we don't And right then, that manager woman burst up onto the window that we were kind of ducked down beneath, and her entire throat blew up, causing her head to fly completely off of her shoulders. I started freaking out and was searching around for a dry towel or something to start wiping this beer off. Um, But then the one guy 
said there was an area where there was some sort of industrial spray, and he kind of sprayed all of us Pulp Fiction style, like when Samuel L. Jackson and John Travolta are getting cleaned off from, you know, blowing Marvin's head off. So I guess we're cool at this point. But we go into this back room and look through a crack in a door. You know, spying style. And we could see the brewers in another room talking about how they had just achieved what they set out to to do. And the one head brewer at that point stuck his fingers into the side of his face and ripped off his entire, the skin off of his entire head. And underneath was a robot skull. And the robots, I assume they were all robots. They started jumping up and down saying like, we won, we won Earth. Just then I passed out and oddly enough had the most wonderful dream. Thank you. 
It must have been 30 minutes later before I woke up. And I was feeling... Right at the moment, I was feeling great because of the dream. But when reality kicked in, man... I didn't know what to do exactly. I was thankful that I, I had uh, not been found. But the other strange thing was the Gige and the dude that helped us, like, they were all gone. Um, so I got up. I mean, the story's kind of anticlimactic. Um, but I just rolled out of there. It was just before sunrise. And, you know, I came home, and that's pretty much it. I, uh, it feels weird to me, and that's why I'm not drinking, uh, I'm not drinking a strange ways, but I'm not drinking a beer at all, because something, I just can't get myself to do it after all of that stuff because now I, you know I kind of walk around and look at people differently because I know there's robots out there and I hate feeling that way toward anybody but at the same time you can't just go up to somebody and whisper in their ear and say uh, hey excuse me are you a robot because they will probably do whatever the robots do. Rip your heart out or like lunge at you, take a bite out of your face. I don't know what the robots do. I know they spray beer on people. So if you're ever at a concert or a baseball game or something like that and some seemingly drunk person, you know, spills beer on you, watch out robot dude so anyway that is what was going down now I played this music on the podcast here with the Gige and I've been having fun doing it recently But when I listen back to it, kind of like we're doing here, I start wondering about him as well. I mean, you know, he was in that room with me. When I woke up, he was not there. And I start listening to the music that I'm playing with the guy. And there's, I just can't help it. There's that question. Is he a robot? And then the most frustrating thing is thinking back to my conversations with Karsh McCabe and wondering, what the hell? These conversations have been going way off track recently. 
What if Karsh, my good pal Karsh McCabe, what if he was a robot too? Hey everybody, thanks for listening If you did And uh, if you didn't You can take the thanks too What do I care at this point Um, Anyway, that was The 59th session Of the Experimentalist Podcast I hope you enjoyed it Uh, Thanks to the Zizh For Helping me provide the music in the background And thanks to Strange Ways Um Despite the small mishap that happened earlier this week, you know, you still produce excellent beers, you take risks, and, you know, I appreciate all that you do. I'll be back, and we'll see how the next situation goes. You know, everyone can always redeem themselves. So, thanks, everybody. Peace. Thank you.